Hey, what's good? Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Mid-South Boogaloo Podcast, a podcast that serves as an educational, creative, informative, and intellectual space for African-Americans and Latinos alike, an effort to encourage unity, peace, knowledge, and creativity. And I'm your host, Alexander Parker. conversation between the leaders of Casa Teatro, Bilingual Theater Group, Monica Sanchez, and Dorimar Ferrer, and myself. Casa Teatro is a very special organization for Memphis's Latino community and for the city of Memphis as a whole. Throughout the years, they have been responsible for many creative and educational programs and events for the community and continue to do so. The mission is to share Latin American culture through the scenic arts in order to create a unifying bridge for our communities, stressing the importance of bilingual education and the richness of our diverse cultures. In our conversation, I express the importance of an organization such as Casa Teatro. Memphis is not like other cities such as New York, Miami, LA, or Chicago that have a large and long-standing Hispanic slash Latinx presence. So a group like Casa Teatro is a stepping stone for the growth of Memphis's own Latino community. It was a great honor to have them on the show. In our conversation, we spoke about the origins of Casa Teatro and their goals, what brought both Monica and Dorimar to Memphis, the arts, especially acting. We discussed what to expect from Latin Fest 2021, which is only a couple of days away, September 25th, this Saturday. There's going to be a lot of performances and music and food. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be there myself. We also speak about Latino representation, and we also discuss the In the Heights movie and its criticisms. This is episode six of the Mid-South Boogaloo podcast, and many thanks to Casa Teatro. Muchas gracias. And thank you to anyone listening to this now. Make sure you follow Casa Teatro on IG, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Also visit their website. I hope you enjoy, and happy Hispanic Heritage Month, and happy first day of fall. Vasa Latin Fest, todo el mundo va. All right, this is episode five of the Mid South, well, episode six of the Mid South Boogaloo podcast. And with me, I have a very special guest, Memphis's own, only, one and only bilingual theater group, Casa Teatro. And here with me, here with me is uh, Monica Sanchez the co-founder and artistic director of Casa Teatro. And then also I have uh, Dorimar Ferrar, uh, Ferrer, and she is the ex, uh, executive director of Casa Teatro. And so how are you guys feeling today? We're doing great, going to crazy, running with everything that is going on. So... We're fine. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes of your time and uh, to, to let us be in your program. Muchas gracias. Of course. Yeah, everything is great. Thank you so much for the invitation. Of course. Bienvenido. And let's see here. So let's start with, uh, tell me a little bit about you two and how you guys got involved in uh, Casa Teatro and the beginnings of Casa Teatro and uh, I guess the beginnings of of uh, the special place in Memphis. Okay. Um, well, the the beginning was about eleven years ago. That's something that we just realized today. It's been eleven years, once años haciendo teatro. Um, uh, in 2010, I used to work with uh, Gio Lopez and uh, Sandra Figueroa. Uh, Gio Lopez used to have a group called Casa Teatro in 2006. 
but 2009, she has to stop working doing theater because she didn't have enough people. Many, uh, a lot of people doesn't know the meaning of Casa Teatro. Uh, some people say, Casa con Zeta, why? Because everybody's thinking about the building, about the casa, the house. And uh, well, Casa is, is not that kind of Casa. Casa means con, with, C, with C, with C means hunting. So she was hunting for people to do theater. That's why the name of Casa Teatro. Because oh. we hunt people to do theater. Because believe it or not, it's kind of hard to do it without people. So in 2010, while I was working with Gio and Sandra, we got in a meeting and we say, why we love to do theater, why we don't revive, why we don't do something and bring back Casa Teatro. And they say, yeah, let's do that. We start working in a small play with just four women. And, um, and after that, uh, the next year, uh, during Mar Ferrer and, um, and another ladies came to the to the to, to to Casa Teatro to be part of Casa Teatro, so we start growing a little bit. Um, one day, uh, Dorimar came with this idea: "Oh, let's try to make this uh, um, an organization. Let's do, let's make it a nonprofit. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that." So. She, she ended doing uh, a lot of things and we started the process to, to, to create, we create Casa Teatro Bilingual Theater Group. That's the name of the organization. That's, that's really what, what uh, our name, our legal name, Casa Teatro Bilingual right. Theater Group. And one of the things that we're really proud is that we are the only bilingual theater company in Tennessee. And, and I guess also on Mississippi too, I, I haven't heard an, any other bilingual company. Um, many uh, people say, oh, bilingual, what do you mean? Do you do things in Espanol? Or, uh, well, we do it in both language. So the people who just speak English can understand, but also the people who speak Espanol can understand what's going on with, the, with our place. And um, that's, that's mainly the beginning, um, the, the Ocasa Teatro. We decide to, to, to do theater for the community because we want uh, we want the people in the Mid-South to know more about the Latinos that we are more the people who comes and work. We have a culture and we have a lot of things to share, especially talking about the scenic arts, about theater. So we are here to do that. Yeah, that's great. And I really like your mission. Uh, it says the mission is to bring and share our Latin American culture through uh, the scenic arts, like you said in order to create a unifying bridge for our communities, uh, stressing the importance of bilingual education and the richness of our diverse cultures. Yeah. I like exactly. that. Exactly. And um, we do the place, but also we do events, uh, cultural cultural events, um, like the Latin Fair, like at the day of the day, the Afro-Latino week, because we think it's, it's important to also educate the community about the Latino community, you know, so they know a little bit more about who we are, what we do, and uh, open their, 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 their eyes to a, a different part of the Latinos. Uh, many think the Latinos are the people who just come and work at the restaurant, or work doing the jars or the construction. Or, we are more than that. We, we, we have so much to share that that's what we try to do um, with, with Casa Teatro. And what brought you two to Memphis? At, I guess before Casa Teatro. I like the story of Dorimaru, how she got here. Yeah, I, I am from Puerto Rico and my husband, we moved Puerto Rico to Miami and Miami here. And one day my husband, you know, I think so a lot of people here in Memphis, they, it's always FedEx. <laughs> and he said, you need to move to Memphis. I said, no, I don't want to go there. And he said, you will be fine. He said, it's only one year. After that, we can move. Now we are here for 12 years. Yeah, <laughs> 12 and, years later. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12 years later. And he said, 
we need to move there. And he said, I don't want to go. Everybody speak English there. I don't want to go. I need to do, I need people. I need Latino. I need Spanish, all that stuff. I need art. And when we moved here, he said, you need to go out. I said, nobody speaks Spanish here. I don't want to go outside, you know, because when you move here, you don't know where is the Latino community. And he said, no, check it out. Look, it's around. Somebody need to speak Spanish here. Somebody. And one of my friends said, you need to know these people. He, he, Tim by me said, we need to go to that show. We went there. Over there was Gio Lopez. He, he, Gio said, oh, come with us, Casa Teatro. You need to be part of us. Uh, that was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I was part of 2011, right? My first 2011, year. Yeah. yeah. Until today. But it was, you know, for me, it was like a, I was trying to figure out how to move forward in Memphis to know the Latinos people and the, and the community. And what about you, uh, Monica? Uh, well, I moved uh, to Memphis about 20, uh, 26 years ago, almost 26 years ago. And also like Dorimar, it was just for one or two years. So <laughs> that doesn't happen. So uh I started um, working here and like I say, uh, I got the chance to work with these two ladies who also love theater and uh, we decided to go forward for the Casa Teatro. And that's what we've been doing for the past 11 years, um, doing plays. Even when we didn't um, try to be a family group, at the end, we are a family group. And this, uh, the way it happened is like Adorimar say, when you move here and you have your kids and you want to do an activity as a mother, you have to bring your kids. So every time we have a rehearsal, we end having children around, running around and playing around. And I say, hold on one second. My dear friends, you're gonna be on the play. So most of our kids in one moment, they always were part of the play. And also we are, uh, community theater. So we had families. We had the father who wants to be in the play, but he also bring the wife, and then they bring the kids. So everybody start being part in one way or another. Uh, sometimes it's the wife who's part of the cast, but the husband is helping to build the stage or in the front or taking care of the kids that they don't make any sound when we are doing the play in their back stage. So we are kind of family group. Uh, we don't do just, some people think that we do just kids plays, but we do all kinds of plays. Uh, like for example, next month we have this play uh, about the, uh, dom- uh, the team is uh, domestic violence. It's in Spanish. We do maybe once every year or two years, we do one play that is just in Espanol because we know we have a lot of people who love theater and you like to hear and watch a play that is in your language. So they don't have the chance maybe to go to Chicago or California to have one of these plays. We bring that. We do at least once every two years, one play that is just in Spanish and this one it is. So we have that, we have a Christmas play in December that is a family play so we try to do a little bit for everybody. And, um, and like I say, uh, we are family friendly, but sometimes we have something that are uh, a little, you know, more for grown-ups, for adults, but um, mainly is to, to bring the community together in one way or another and show them the, what we can do as a Latinos. And I feel like Casa Teatro is uh, very important because, you know, Memphis is a different city. It's not like Miami and uh, Nueva York or Chicago or, you know, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Uh, it's a city that doesn't really have as much of that uh, Latino uh, influence. So something like Casa Teatro is, is needed, you know, to bring more diversity um, to a place like Memphis. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. We, we know 
we need to do it. You know, it's, it's something, it's our mission is as a leader, as a person, as a Latina woman, we know we need to do it. We need to do this. We need to educate our community. We need to educate about the Latinx culture and the difference, the culture, the language, you know? And that's why we think it's important our job in our community to bring that people together, you know, uh, to learn to each other. That's why it's important our, our mission. And what are your, um, I know that your roles, you know, I know Monica is um, the co-founder and artistic director and you, Dorimar, you're the uh, executive director. Uh, so what are your roles like uh, at Casa Teatro? Well, we take care of the dirty job, the paperwork. <laughs> and yeah, um, well, my background is in theater. I am an actress. It's supposed to be acting, right? But with, at some point, you, somebody needs to do the papers. It's, it's, mm. But we, are, we, we work together. It's, we are doing everything. You know, sometimes we need to do a little bit of everything. Yes. And because, you know, theater, sometimes people think in theater is only go there and do the show and be beautiful and famous and go to <laughs> Hollywood. It, for, that, that's, it's not like that, you know, you need to, to it's, it's a lot of steps you need to do it. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of process. And Monica and I, we do everything, social media, read the screen, writing, everything. And yeah, I've been, we seeing, need to I've been seeing uh, you guys' stuff on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. You guys are just really just just on it, just everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, we'll I, try. I, I don't know if you guys have a TikTok too, but I'm sure you guys are. No, um, it's too much. Yeah, <laughs> no, no we, we yeah. on that part. We're trying to, to see somebody young who can do the TikTok and have bright ideas. We're working on that. Sometimes it's a lot of stuff. I think so. Right now we are focusing Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. uh, because you know it's a it's a lot of stuff. That's why we are looking for volunteers. Is if we are welcome, if somebody have two hours for week, three, ten, we are open. We are looking for always for volunteers to support our mission. And also, but, oh, go ahead. But we are actress, we are directors, we are cleaning ladies, we... Okay. <laughs> People who pick up the heavy equipment, uh, design, uh, uh, background design, light design, uh, music, this, everything. Not, <laughs> if we don't know, we need to figure out, you know, uh, yeah. if we are open to do it. And I think so, the title, the title is artistic director, executive director, but we are doing everything, you know, and, and, and whatever we need to do to, yeah. to follow, to, to do our mission, we will do it. You have to understand, uh, Casa Teatro in some kind of way is our baby, if you want to say it like that. So we have to take care of that baby right. any way we can uh, to make it grow. Uh, we just noticed that first that it's been 11 years already and uh, we still a long way to go we still a lot of people they don't know exactly what we do who we are and um, we want to reach to that people and say well this is who we are and this is what we're doing right now you're welcome be part of it so we find sometimes the Dorimar and I, we had that passion and that love for this organization that drive us crazy trying to do a lot of things because we really want this uh, this uh, this organization to grow and be bigger and be a great representation of the Latino community here in the Mid-South. And do you have any uh, future plans for uh... Casa Teatro as far as location, or are you guys going to mainly operate within uh, Evergreen? By the way, for those that are listening, uh, there's a theater here in Memphis, uh, mainly in the Midtown area, area called Evergreen. Uh, and there's also another one called, called Theater Works. Um, and Casa Teatro has performed mainly in those uh, locations. 
Right now, the, that is our home. We hope in the next few years to have a space for rehearsal, for classes. We would love to, to have a space to do workshops, to do theater classes for adults, for kids, for families. And our Day of the Dead workshop, we would love to have space when the people know Every month we will have a, a free night theater class. And, you know, that's, uh, we hope that in the next few years. I don't expect right now in the next three years uh, our own theater. If that happens, that would be great. But our priority is be a space where we need a space to, to do a lot of our workshops and community theater classes. Somebody have a space, please let us know. Let us know. <laughs> we would love to for the community and and because a lot of people call us for that for theater classes. We yeah. would love to do it. We would love to do it. We would love to have a monthly night about culture, uh, you know, to educate the community. But we need a space. It's, that's an issue for us right now. And also because we have a lot of volunteers who doesn't have the theater background, they have the passion and the desire to do this, to do theater. But we need to also be the teachers that, you know, to give a little bit of, of formation for all these people who is passionate to be, to do theater. So we need to provide workshops for them to build them and to kind of uh, help them to develop as an actors to be, because many of them, they don't have the time to go to, a, a, let's say, UM to have a theater class, or they don't have the money, but they still have the passion and they still have the desire to do. So that's something else that we have to do uh, as, a, as a head of Casa Teatro. We have to provide the tools to, the, to these people who wants to do theater and try to help them to, to form and to well, change to a good actor to, um, to, to, to develop the passion into an active, not an acting career, because maybe they're not gonna end being an actress, but doing this in a, in a great and wonderful way, because all of them have so much potential. We just have to get it out in one way or another, working with them. And what would you guys, uh, what would you guys say to someone that wants to act, but might be, might need some encouragement or, um, as far as like going into into acting or, or at least acting in in a theater nobody's care and try and try you don't know you will like it you need to try at least one time one time i always said you need to try one time normally in casa teatro the people say i don't want to do it i don't know theater in the first show monica said okay this will be your line, only one line. After that, the people said, I want more and more and more, you know? Um, but normally, at least you need to try one time. And also, if you're thinking that you want to do it and you're ready to do it, yes. Just uh, prepare yourself and, and um, always try to learn something new and practice, practice. And and have a, uh, a job that pay the bills. I think that's something all the theater teachers tell us. They do this for the passion, for the love. <laughs> but always have a job that pay the bills. Yeah. They pay the bills because this is community theater. So uh, just try it. Like Don Mar say, they are yourself. And uh, well, you never know. Maybe you're not going to be an actor, but you can always be good doing lies. So setting up the music or... Oh, doing uh the you know helping in the behind the scenes it's just that you can always um do something with us with casa theater and i have little experience with uh plays in theater uh so far like all i've done was play music in a play but i was afraid like i had friends i, I don't know if you i don't know if you know um uh kimberly baker yes yes we mm -hmm. do Yes, we did. And so her and her group, they're like, hey, you should you should act with us. You know, come on, try it. And I was like, no, no, no. I was <laughs> you <laughs> I need was to try. Yeah, you, you have to try it. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, we have a, a, a young lady, uh, uh, we love Brie. She came to us and she said, well, you know what? I want to practice my Spanish, but I don't want to be on the stage. I don't want to be on the stage. She's wonderful uh, doing the uh, music all the time and helping in a bunch of things. And um, one day uh, she, uh, she ends to be part of a video that we did uh, this fairy tale about the grasshopper and the ant. We didn't have enough ants. And I said, well, you know what? You're going to be an ant. But I don't, I don't act. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're just an ant. Yes. Go left, Go. right. Go left, <laughs> right. That's it. No, that's it. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. And um, she ain't doing it. Of course, she said, you know, I, I really didn't like it. It was fun. It was fun. But I prefer to do things behind the Okay, well, at least you tried once. And, uh, and, you know, it's not, not your thing, but you had fun. So everyone has to try it. Like Tony Moore said, you have to do theater at least once in your lifetime. That's it. Yeah, I, I think I'll try it out one of these days. I'll try it out. Okay. No, say that to Monica, because she will call you tomorrow. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> like this. Say, hey, I got a role for you. <laughs> and my, my, my friends said, everyone, everyone needs to be in Casa Teatro because normally I always say, I need you, I need you, I need you. And they, they said, oh my God, with Dorimar, somebody always needs to be part of, of Casa Teatro because this is our name, with Casa Teatro. We're hunting people, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> we need you, you know? Now, Monica, Alexander, they, he would love to try theater, you see? That would be great. Especially, do you play instruments? We always need people who play instruments or maybe sing or do something. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I play uh, uh, congas sometimes, uh, tambores. Mm -hmm. Yes, but that is, you know, you don't need to be an actor. You can be a musician at yeah, the theater. Yeah. You see? Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. All right, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> take a note, take a note. <laughs> Okay. Uh, some other programs that uh, uh, tend to put it on YouTube. Well, some of the things we do, like uh, or uh, Abuela Tomas' story time. Sometimes we have also when I grew up on Facebook, and a couple of uh, small plays are in YouTube already. And uh, because we try to, like I said, we try to reach people that maybe is not able to come to the theater. But they have a phone or a computer and they can watch a couple of videos. And um, but mainly we have a lot of things in our Facebook page. We have a bunch of videos that we like to share with the community about the things that we do, the plays and uh, the events and um, those programs that we create. Last year with the pandemic during March, say we had to evolve, we have to create something else to keep working. So we decided to do all those kind of programs like um, when I grew up, uh, story time with the Abuela Tomasa, uh, we create something that was um, uh, Casa Teatro and Amigos. We had for sometimes uh, uh, Rita La Redondita show uh, because even when we are theater people, we have to keep working. And uh, we did it in this way um, on Zoom. We did it on Zoom, we did it, uh, online and like I say, um, we were able to reach people who didn't know about Casa Teatro and also people who maybe uh, hear about us but never had the chance to go to the theater. And uh, they follow us now, they follow our events. Um, so we try to do those things and share it also on YouTube, but more than anything, uh, you can find all that in uh, our Facebook page. I saw this clip of a clown. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was you, Monica, or someone else playing the character. But it was a clown. He was outside. Uh, I like vaguely remember, but it was like some kind of skit of a clown. Do, do you know what what, what I'm talking uh, about? I said with the dentist. It wasn't with the dentist. With a little girl. With a little girl. With uh, a little. Yeah, girl. I think so. He's talking about. You're talking about. Uh huh. We. I, I guess so. We also want to do like a, a small uh, 
community outreach programs, awareness about health. We have a lot of those kind of programs uh, about um, uh, dental health, about we did something for the vaccines, about the importance of getting um, the vaccine. And um, it's, it's not just to do theater, but also to do theater that uh, um, help our community, the Latino community to get involved and um, help them in one way or another. So uh, even with the pandemic last year, we end doing, I don't know how many videos. Yeah, 150 programs. 150 wow. programs. Mm -hmm. Was crazy. A Was a lot, yes. <laughs> when, I, when I did the report, I said, oh my God. You know, um, but I think it was amazing for us. Now we have a, a new skills. Mm -hmm. Now, and it was great because in, uh, with the pandemic, we decided to be, to be there for the community. No stop everything because everything is great. Everything was and is crazy right now. And, but we think arts are important. If we are using arts and theater to educate, to be part yeah. of the community, to support our community, because with the health videos issues and the vaccine programs and all the educational program, we support our community. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And on the topic of the arts, what does it mean uh, to you two to be uh, a creative person, um, an actor, or what has acting done for, uh, what, what does acting mean to you two? It's, uh, for me, it's the best way to share my heritage, my passion, and um, to show people that there's a point where we can get along and get together because we are not that different. That's something that I have learned with Casa Teatro, that we can find that point where everybody can come and get together and um, learn, learn about each other. So that's, that's the main thing with me regarding Casa Teatro in, in the arts. Yeah, Monica said, you know, acting for me is that, is that connection, is the tool to help me to be present with, to share my passion, my culture, with the community, I you know, to, to, it's like when we are doing theater, we, we are at the stage, we are part of, of the community. We are sharing our passion, our emotions with the audience. That is really important. Exactly. And those are things that are also important with, uh, with this podcast here. You know, we're all about I mean, right now it's just me. There might be a team at some point, but right now it's just mainly me. Um, but this podcast is mainly about uh, collaboration and community and uh, people working together, you know, because like Monica says, you know, uh, we're not that different. Exactly. Um, and by the way, I, I seen a photo of um, you two. And it was like you two and... Uh, kids and I guess like the the members of Casa Teatro and the picture was uh at the movie theater you know you guys saw just saw in the heights mm -hmm. okay. uh, so how do you guys feel about in in the heights I love the story I love the well I, I love many I, I'm I'm bad with the names um <laughs> I, I, oh, the, the main character? No, 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 no. The, the guy who created the, the in the highs. Oh, oh Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda. Lin Manuel, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That happened with me all the time. <laughs> Even with me people too, me in front of it. I, uh, I think the story is, is wonderful. And it, it tells a lot about our community, about the way we are. Uh, it has some characters that we can relate. And we know, oh, I know somebody like that. I know a lady <laughs> that, that, that do that. And, and it, was, it was great to have so much diversity because in the past, some, um, some movies who have the theme of the Latinos, they, they end having a lot of uh, runs with the cast. And this time the cast was really, really on the dots. It was wonderful. I love that part. I really do. Yeah, it was great. 
we was like a, a lot of energy, a lot of emotions. And I think so for me is, oh my God, I miss all of that, you know, because the Puerto Rican community is too small here. And when you, when we saw the movies, oh, I missed that part of this or that, that happened in Puerto Rico, you know? And, but it was a beautiful movie. Yeah, I like the movie too. I thought it was great. Um, a nice story, great characters. Um, and yeah, just, just all around a solid, solid good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping that this uh, helps in the future with more um, good representations of the Latino community in um, films and theater too. So. And, you know, still being on this topic of In the Heights, uh, there has been some uh, criticism of, of In the Heights of not uh, showcasing enough, uh, like darker skin, uh, Latinos, uh, mainly Dominicans. Uh, do you guys agree or disagree with that? Or I think that's, I think it's true because, for example, we saw uh, the, when we started doing the Afro-Latino, people were like Afro-Latinos. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. People that is uh, from Africa, <laughs> there, is, uh, there is black in your community. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, uh, and you, you might see them around and you think they're Afro-Americans, but they're not. They're Afro-Latinos. So I think that was something that they miss in a big way, because um, some people get surprised. And uh, like I say, we noticed that when we start doing the Afro-Latino week, it was like a what, really? And especially when you talk about Afro-Equatorians or people from Ecuador, Afro-Mexicans, uh, they might think there are uh, Afro-Latinos just in uh, the Caribbeans, but we have everywhere, everywhere. We have people even in Colombia, Afro-Colombian, so uh, that's something that they have to check next time they do uh, a movie about Latinos, right, really do. Yeah, I think so that is an example the the stuff, the, what you need to think when you do a show, when you do a video, we need to think in that details because that details are really important, you know, and that's, it's important when you do a show. And I've seen like I, I don't I don't know anybody uh, from Washington Washington Heights myself or uh, like I don't have any connection there, but I have seen responses of people from there and they feel misrepresented, and mm-hmm. that's that's unfortunate. But uh, despite the criticism, I still think uh, Lin Manuel Miranda and uh, the director I think his name is uh, Cho, I, I think they did the, the the best they could, and it's it's still a, a really great film. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. You need to check. I don't know if you saw that, Monica, the Cinderella, the new Cinderella. Ah, uh, yeah, I watched it with Camila Cabello. I like that one because it's it beautiful. Was, beautiful. It has a, a, it's a multicultural and diverse uh, play. It's beautiful uh, show. You need to saw that, the Alexander. This, this, the new Cinderella movie on Amazon. Oh, okay. Um, they, they, it's a huge diversity. It's, it's beautiful. Many people will say, ah, that's the story. They changed the story. And that is good because Cinderella is not waiting for the prince to... I love it. Uh, I love it. It's a beauty. Away and just, uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh, it's, it's somebody who has dreams. I think that that's, that's the great part right now. The, all the female characters... They are, they are not waiting for the prince or for the gentleman to take them away and live happily. Oh, don't, don't tell him. He needs to go to see. I have to see it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I didn't say that much, but it's, it's something, the plot changed and it was good. And the diversity of the cast is beautiful. I think so. Every movie needs to be there. Even the, the fairy godmother is, is something that many people didn't expect. Some people didn't like it. But I think it was fabulous. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. You need to check that. 
If you, I know yeah. it's, it's Cinderella. Yet. No, go check that. It's a, it's a beautiful, <laughs> yes. beautiful yeah, movie. It There's a lot of music. There's a lot of music. Maybe that's something that you will like to check because they have sounded. And um, they have this lady. I love this lady who used to be in uh, Wicked. Uh, I can't remember her name also, but it's, she's the um, Wicked stepmother. And um, I love how she sings. I love how she sings. Um, Mendel, I think, is the last name of the of the stepmother, the actress who does the stepmother. So it's 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 a really really good movie that starts changing. I like with the when plays and movies and programs are really diverse. They are really are multicultural. And when it comes to representation, um, I try to think about this as a content creator, especially with the you know the kind of content that that I make. Um, what would you say is the demographics of the of the Latinos here, of the Latinx community here? Is it uh, mainly Mexicanos or the larger uh, demographic or? Mexican and people from Venezuela. This is another huge community after. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, uh, we have a lot of people from uh, from Mexico. I've been living here for 26 years. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of changes. We have like a small waves uh, and many, many of these waves uh, are depends on what's the situation in some countries or mainly disasters. We have uh, a moment, a lot of people coming from um, Honduras and El Salvador. We have a lot of people in one moment who came from um, Venezuela because of the political situation. Uh, and one moment with the Hurricane Maria, we have a lot of people from Puerto Rico coming here. Some people stay, some people came back to the, to Puerto Rico. So uh, we have a lot of people from Mexico, but we also have a lot of people from Venezuela, Honduras, Guatemala, Guatemala Salvador, Puerto Rico. And we have a small group from like a Colombia. We, we just are lucky to have a, a group of Colombians who wants to be part of Casa Teatro. And they, 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 they decide to, to come and, uh, and, and show that they, what they do in Colombia, how they work over there. Um, so it's, it's really changed also in some areas because you have some areas where you have a lot of people from Mexico, they, you have a, some areas that you have a lot of people from Honduras and some there's a mix between Venezuela and Colombia or Puerto Rico. So it's been changing. It's, 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 it's of, a lot of the, the big, you know, people, Latino here, but the huge big communities are Mexican, Venezuela, yeah. and what, uh, Honduras. Honduras. But we, it's, we have people from Guatemala, El Salvador, yeah. Colombia, we know it's a lot of, we have a huge community for Brazil. Exactly. Many people, they don't know there's a lot of people from Brazil. And they say, oh, Brazilians are Hispanos. No, they're Latinos. They're not Hispanic people. They're Latinos because they live in Latin America. But they're not Hispanic because they don't speak Spanish. Yeah, Portuguese. They speak Portuguese. Yeah. So we're really excited also to have uh, somebody who's going to play samba and or Latin fest and somebody who's gonna dance samba so they can show that we're Latinos. We're proud of that. Yeah, we hope to see you there, Alexander, at the yeah. Latin fest. I'll be there. Mm -hmm. It has fun. Uh, what are some more things we should expect from Latin Fest? Or what are things that people should expect from Latin Fest? A lot of Latin music. One thing about the Latin Fest, and I have to be clear, we want everybody to have fun, but also we want to take care of everybody. So please wear your mask. If you're coming to the Latin Fest, even when it's an open space, please um, wear your mask. Uh, we still yes. have, uh, this is a family event and we're gonna have a lot of kids, a lot of children who are not able to get the vaccine. So let's take care of those little kids. So, so let's take care of everybody and wear your mask. That's the only thing we have been asking. It's a free event, but we just ask you to uh, take care of that part, bring your mask. And any uh, particular, like, do you, you guys know what the lineup is going to be like? Or 
Oh yes, right. we will have we will have everything, a little bit of everything. We will have children's program. We will have ballet and opera, opera in Spanish with Opera Memphis. Um, salsa music, salsa dance with uh, salsa Memphis and rumba room. Mm -hmm. um, samba group, tango. We will have a little bit of everything oh, for man. everyone. And it's 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Everyone is welcome. We will have a guest from Chicago, a Puerto Rican group. Mm -hmm. okay. they, we will have a lot of fun. We will have um, we even have the uh, uh, Memphis uh, music, um, Memphis Symphony, to do a little thing with the, our character Abuela Tomasa uh, for children. So this is gonna be fun. This is is uh, one of the things that we're really happy. Also, the University of Memphis they have a marimba group, so they're gonna come and play with the the the, the marimba. And, it's correct. Say how you say it in English. I don't know if the same. That's a, uh, well, pretty much the same. Uh -huh. So they're going to be there. And um, we're really happy to have this diverse program with a little bit of everything, with uh, things that the people will enjoy. Really, they're going to enjoy that. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to also bring a camera and take pictures as well. So Awesome. Awesome. That, that is the idea. And that, then... That is Let's see. I guess I have some final questions for you guys. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, last questions here. Uh, how has how has COVID nineteen affected you two? Oh, I like this. It's crazy. One of the things, for example, to be in a station, this is a requirement. Um, we're part of theater works and evergreen. And um, they require all the actors to be vaccinated, or to have to have their vaccines. But also, we want to be in a stage, so we are asking people to wear their masks when they're coming to to the shows. And um, and still, there are some some things that we might not be able to do yet. Uh, we're trying to do a couple of programs for the schools, maybe on Zoom or have a small groups to do this, especially for that, because um, because COVID is still around. Many people think that it's yes. gone away, yes. but unfortunately not. And it's a virus and it's changing. So let's just take care of each other and follow the rules. And I know everybody wants to have fun, but let's be just careful. And um, that's mainly the thing. Uh, um, we have a couple of people who had COVID and uh, we try to take care of them. And they, they, they it's mainly here is take care of each other one way or another. Let's take care of each other and we get over this. No, I'm going to say this, we're going to get over tomorrow, but on some time, if everybody helps, we're going to get over. Yeah, you say, it's, uh, you know, it's crazy it is sometimes for everyone, not only for us as organization, or as an artist, but we need example with our programs. We need to add more rules and we need to figure out more detail in how to move forward. Because, you know, I think so more than ever, the, the community need arts. We need to go out, you know? I think so with this crazy situation, more than ever, we need to go out. We need to be part of the community. We need to, use theater, arts, music to, to bring that joy, that hope to the community. And with the new rules in the mass and you know all that kind of stuff we need to use, for me and for us, it's in always an opportunity to, we need to figure it out, you know? That's, that's what we did last year. And at one point we said, okay, we need to do something we stop everything or we need to figure out how to move forward to continue our programs. And that's what we did. That's what we are doing now. In different ways, with different rules, with masks and hand sanitizer, all that stuff. But we are moving forward if we want to be part and to building community with arts. Exactly. And what are, I guess, last question here. Uh, what is your favorite kind of music, favorite genre of music? And why? Favorite kind of what? Uh, music. Again? Music. 
Ya, musik ya. Tropical music. <laughs> Some kind of make all kind of music. Uh, for me, it's uh, not just Mexican music. I love tropical music. I love pop. I love right now because I have a granddaughter. I even like the music on Coco Melon. So I try to hear even from Disney movies. I, I know already uh, um, uh, the songs of a couple of movies. So um, I think that's the way you have to be, to be open to everything and enjoy everything in one moment or another. Uh, if there are things that, uh, that I don't like, like music, well, I can hear it a little bit, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna hate them. I'm gonna say, ah, no. Uh, I just listen, somebody else will enjoy it and like it and love it, and that's, that's good. I respect that. But um, I try to hear a little bit of everything. Uh, the only thing maybe I don't like that much it's reggaeton and it's because they have some really bad words that I don't <laughs> like. But I try to, to listen to those uh, reggaetons that are, you know, uh, PG-13. PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's, yeah, um, that, that question is always hard, uh, but I think so I am more pop rock music. And I am not tropical. I love you know but if you ask me what i have in my car you know every day when we kind of music it be pop or rock but i need to go to see mark anthony or salsa or merengue that's fine but it's not my first choice you know mm. yeah i don't like it no i am for a weekend <laughs> no no bad bunny for me. No, no. Yeah, no, me neither. All me. All me. All right. Entonces, uh, any, any final thoughts? Monica and Dorimar? Thank you so much for the invitation. We hope to see everyone at the Latin Fest on September 25th at the Overton Square. Yeah. We have sanitizer and masks, but we will have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And be open, be open to learn about another culture. Uh, the more we know about our community, the less afraid and the stronger our community is going to be. So let's learn about each other. That's the main thing. Yeah. I, if you don't know, please ask. Ask yeah. questions because exactly. don't assume something. Ask questions. It's important. You know, we all, it's fine to ask questions with all the respect. Exactly. Bueno, bueno, y gracias por el tiempo. No, gracias a ti. Gracias a ti. Gracias. And, uh, you know, Casa Teatro and you two, you guys play a big role here in Memphis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. This is episode six of the Mid-South Boogaloo podcast with Casa Teatro. And that's it.